Hey, everybody. Good to see everybody. Hey, Pastor. Pastor. Hello. Hello. Hey, Pastor. Hey, Pastor. Hey, Pastor. Man. Pastor. Good to see everybody. <clears throat> that was a very powerful song. Tonight, it's going to be just a little different. I just um, want to talk to y'all for a little bit. I just wish, no. I really want us to just want us to be for real. I really want us to be for real in our relationship with God. I mean, that song was really good. And I just wish that we really did want to give God the glory in everything that we do how we treat each other, how we speak to each other, how we hold things in our heart. I wish we could really give everything to God so we could really walk the way we are supposed to walk. Really love. I really, I'm in such hope that we really care for each other. My heart is heavy because I wish we would really, really love God the way we say we do or the way that we supposed to be or the way that we were designed to love God. Mm -hmm. I wish we really loved each other for real. Mm -hmm. I wish we had real solid evidence that we really care for each other. I just want to minister to you a little bit tonight. I'm not sure that we are in a position to pray and intercede for God on his behalf right now. I mean, can I just be real with y'all? When I say these words, I mean these words with everything that I have in me is that I love you. And I'm not just saying it. I, it it's who I am. It's who I've become. I just wish you would love in the same manner when it comes to God and your brother and your sister. I will not fail my God. 
I'm going to say again, I will not fail my God. The Bible says the good shepherd lays his life down for the sheep. Amen. See, sometimes we can say I love people, but there's, there's no real evidence that there's no commitment to those words. We can say that let me see. When we say we love, when Jesus said it, he loved her, that means that he, he loved her so much that he died for us. He gave of every desire, every emotion, everything to prove that he loved you. And all he asked us to do is to follow in like manner. Amen? Amen. This is intercessory prayer. Intercessory prayer is when you stand in the gap on the behalf of others. That means that you stand in the gap on behalf of others when they can't stand for themselves. The spirit of intercession, what it does, it, it will find a place where someone says that they're an intercessor or he needs intercession. And if you're happened to be two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning and he taps you on the shoulder and he needs you to intercede and say, no, not right now. See, he will leave you and find another person who's willing to get up. No problem. What do you need? And they don't even know what they need to be praying for, but intercession has come to them. This is how the spirit happens. See, that person you may be interceding for in another nation. And you might not know that that person is tied to your destiny because of your prayer. Okay. We have not interceded because our hearts are not right yet. And I want our hearts, I want our intercession to be a sweet savior in the nostrils of God and not a stench. Anybody with me? Amen. Is anybody with me? Amen. Amen. Amen, Pastor. Okay, I got three people say I got three people that say with me on this. Absolutely. See, I take this Amen. serious. I, I take intercession serious. Somebody's life is dependent on the cohesiveness of us. Because intercession is not one person. 
except it lets you Jesus. We're the one body. Amen? Amen. Somebody is counting on this part of Zion. I want it to be a sweet savior, not a stench in his nostrils. All right. See, I've been with him today and I, I want him lay it out flat for me, God. What, what is the hold up with us? And I'm ready. I'm ready for whatever he shows me to get us out where we not where we shouldn't be by now. Adriana, if we are called to intercede for a generation, I need everyone on the same accord. Your sermon that you gave was so profound and prophetic to where we are or where we should be. And out of the mouth of babes, see, he'll speak. Y'all want a, do y'all want a real shepherd? Do you want a real shepherd? Absolutely. Yes. Please. I want to look through Need the whole yes. people. Need it. I, I'm going to let you know, I'm not a hireling. Yes. I'm not a hireling. Yes. I'm not one that run away when danger come. Mm-hmm. When danger come, you're going to see my character. You're going to see how I operate. And I'm telling you right now, body of Christ, us as as a body of believers right here, we are putting ourselves in a very awkward position if we don't get our hearts right. Past, present, and future. And y'all need to know that I'm talking to spirits, but I'm talking collectively to the body. But I'm addressing the spirit realm. Now, y'all going to let me go in there blindly by myself? I'm Absolutely not. Not even. But when our hearts aren't right, that's what you're doing. When your heart's not right with people and places and things, see, that's, see, that's the whole, I mean, for real, as an intercessor. And that's all of us tonight. Amen? Amen. 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 And if, what kind of shepherd would I be to allow the enemy to hide in sheep clothing and devour each of you one by one? What kind of shepherd would I be? He's in the camp. I'm going to show you how you get in. Hey, Pastor. Yes. The the fast that we we just completed. It was honestly we talked about this for as um was about exposure. That's right. Right. And so, if that's the case, then there has to be now a cleansing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. And 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 I'm I'm gonna get to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So I can get to it tonight. So I'm gonna get to it tonight. This is where I need to start at. 
You're absolutely right. Let's look at this. See, and I'm going to let y'all know, you, you got a pastor who can see. He knows where the enemy is. You'd be in bad trouble, in bad shape if you got a pastor who don't know. And he doesn't have discernment enough to pause the prayer. Okay? I'm trying to protect each and every one of you. I'm trying to protect the, kid, the children that are here and the children that are not here yet. I need to make a mark on the territory. You know how a bear go in and scratch the tree and that's he's marking it? Or a wolf go in and urinate on the tree, but he's marking his territory. And that's what I'm doing because the enemy wants to mark you as his territory. But I'm there first. Amen. 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 All right. I got I got some amen in there. This is how we do, this is how we first do it. Oh, so who's reading it? I see Minister Alon and I got Adam. Who's who's going tonight? Who's gonna do it? It will have to be Adam. Okay, Adam. Hey Pastor. I'm with you tonight, Pastor. Okay. Go to Ephesians five. Eight and eleven, amplify. Yes, Ephesians chapter five and verse eight. For once you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Lead the lives of those native born to the light. Verse nine. For the fruit, the effect, the product of the light or the spirit. Consists in every form of God, of kind, kindly God, goodness, uprightness of heart, and trueness of life. Verse 10. And try to learn in your experience what is pleasing to the Lord. Let your lives be constant proofs of what is most acceptable to him. Take no part in and have no fellowship with the fruitless deeds and enterprises of darkness, but instead, let your lives be so in contrast as to expose and reprove and convict them. Teacher, I know you say he's going to be silent tonight, but I got to tell you, that is one powerful scripture right there. <laughs> it's good. That is one powerful scripture. I just, and I need you to get that scripture because we got to cover some ground tonight. Um, but I also now, Couple with that scripture, I want you to go to Colossians. This is going to help a lot of us. Go to Colossians 3, 12. I'm going to come back. Don't worry. Colossians 3, 12 and 13. Amplify. Colossians 3 at verse 12. Clothe yourselves, therefore, as God's own chosen ones, his own picked representatives, who are purified and holy, and well-beloved by God himself, by putting on behavior marked by tender-hearted pity mm. and mercy, kind feeling, a lowly opinion of yourself, gentle ways and patience, which is tireless and long-suffering and has the power to endure 
whatever comes with good temper. Mm. Verse 13, be gentle and forbearing with one another. And if one has a difference, a grievance, or complaint against another, readily pardoning each other, even as the Lord has freely forgiven you, so must you also forgive. Mm. Word, Lord Jesus. If we were taking in this scripture right there, imagine what we could accomplish. Forbearing one another. What do you think about that, Happy? Forbearing one another. I like Forbearing, it. Long suffering. Long suffering. Allowing for everyone's differences. Allowing them, including your own. It's good. No, we we got to we got I'm a, we got to we got to do this right tonight. I and mean, there's no more uh, uh pretending like we praying. And we're not we got too much going on. And I'm going to uh, address the enemy. So you better buckle up. Forbearings. Do you, do you hear that, teacher? Yeah. Yeah. Hold on a second here. Let me, let me get my scripture here. Uh, we were in um, Adam, read 13. Tell them where you was at 13 again. In Colossians, right? Yes, sir. Colossians 3. Yeah. Colossians 3 and verse mm -hmm. 13. Yes. Be gentle and forbearing with one another. And if one has a difference, a grievance, or complaint against another, readily pardoning each other, mm. even as the Lord has freely forgiven you, so okay. must you also forgive. Okay. Okay. Do y'all know with that, you can have no complaint? Hmm? Do y'all know that? If you were actually doing that, teacher, I got you. If we were actually doing that, we would have no complaint. With what anything anybody has ever said. This is how the enemy gets into the camp. Uh, how many of y'all forbearing? How many of y'all forbearing to each other? See, we're not doing the word. There's no proof and evidence. And why he's telling us to teach this on evidence? Because he's trying to get some evidence out of it that we are actually praying. And I, I'm telling you right now, he wouldn't, I wouldn't be here. I've been, I've been before him today. He, I wouldn't be here if this wasn't true. Okay. Forbearing. It means to hold back, to put up with, to refrain from. Listen, to bear with. 
to control. Mm, mm, mm. Everyone has little idiosyncrasies. Every guy, everybody got little things that irritate everybody. Come on. And if you're married, I know I'm in there. Don't buy a lot of me on that one. Oh, yes. But are we actually forbearing each other? Hmm? I mean, when there's a difficult, when there's a, a conflict, are, are, are we actually refraining from putting up with are we enduring? I need to know. Because, see, this is how the enemy deceives us, like we praying. Like we come here every Tuesday and we praying. And we got all these things going on in our life and we saying we praying. No, we, spend, we can't be sending up those strange fire. I want some help. Anybody going to help me douse this fire out if it's strange? Yes. Anybody going to help me? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if anybody, any, anybody, everybody going to help me. That's what I'm trying to do. Yes, sir. Mm. Okay. Pastor, the word says that we are to readily Man. pardon. So yes. readily, I mean, it says this is like to readily do something. You already, you prepare yourself. You prepare yourself. Look, moment to moment to forgive. Yep. So this is the sad thing when it comes to the body of Christ is that they don't have any forbearance and they're definitely not readily to, look, forgive, to pardon. And right. look, for years mm -hmm. and decades, this is why it really breaks my heart to, to hear uh, believers say after years, centuries sometimes, Almost that people, how they continue to go on and finally say, you know, I'm finally letting this go. I, I forgive everyone that hurt me. Can you imagine, look, the self-affliction that yes. you are putting on your own self? Yes. And yes, right. You're absolutely right. And that's what I want us to, um, I'm going to talk about that, right? You, you're right in there. Um, we, we just got to be truthful. And I, and I talked about a token of truthfulness with evidence. Did not everybody? And I said it two weeks yep. in a row. Token of truthfulness, yeah. So I want God to let, let us know, okay, be, let's be truthful. Let's be truthful. Because if there is so much pride, oh, man, it, it is, we, we got to get this out, y'all. We, we're stagnant. We got to move. We should be moving further along, faster. Anybody agree with me? Yolanda, you with me? You've been teaching to die. We are to simply simply be be dead. Be dead yeah. to our past and dead to our emotions. Yeah. And I'm telling you, so th this is what the Holy Spirit has showed me today, what I got to make sure that y'all get. Y'all ready? Y'all want to get it? Okay. I'm with it. All right, all right. I like that. Say, come with it, amen. But you gotta love correction. That means he loves us. I mean, that means I, that shows you that I've been before him. Now watch what happened. An attack on your prayer life 
is the only real attack. Mm, say that. Jesus. See, and, and then in the weeks coming, I'm going to show y'all what we've been missing in prayer. Mm. Because what I pray to God, mm -mm, it's done. An attack on your prayer life is the real attack. See, that's why most of us don't have one. That's why most of us aren't committed to one. Because if you know what prayer actually really does, you would pray. You, you, they have to shut you down. All right. What he said, teacher, and I'm going to give you a scripture. All wars, all disagreements, mm. all strife, unforgiveness, disobedience, all of it, all of it is because of our mouth. All wars. All poor relationships, all divorces, all separations, all of them is because of this. The word of God said, who can tame the tongue? Who can tame it except the Holy Ghost? This is how he get in. I told you, if you don't know how the enemy gets in, you can't stop him from getting in. Right? That's right. Okay. <clears throat> gossip. Gossip is a result of low self-esteem. Mm. Not able to celebrate others. Just go ahead and teach tonight. This is a celebration. Not, not being able to celebrate others. Gossip. Now watch. Watch. I'm talking about this tonight. Mm. Okay? This is how all wars are started. This is how all confrontations start. It's with this. All of your disagreements start with this. Hmm. Gossip is low self-esteem, not able to celebrate others like this. Oh, how did she get, you know, that new car? How did he get that house? How did she get that husband? I know her track record. How did she get him? Mm -hmm. You have determined to find something about that person. You're determined. And guess what? You will find something. You will actually find something from Patty Perfect. Because if you're looking for something, he's going to send you something for you to see. Absolutely. Gossip. They don't deserve that. I deserve to be up front. I should be praying. They pray every week. Why did it take me off praying? See, see, see what you're saying? Mm. And I told you, your words will either condemn you or justify you. My Lord. 
Okay, y'all ready? Let's get rid of this thing today. Oh, okay. Um, here's a here's a, here's another one. Number two is the mindset of an uncultured use of words. You know, WM Ministry is at the level of our words. Your life, your ministry, what you have, what's in your life is at the level of what you speak. It's good teaching. It's good teaching. And I'm trying to tell you, teacher. Thank you. Number two is the mindset of an uncultured use of words. The use of your word is where you live. Anger, bitterness. Those are your words. Mm. Unforgiveness. Okay. Minister, go right here. I'm helping with it. You know, God always give you a way out of escape. Amen. Amen. That's a just God. Go to Psalms 141. Two and three. Psalms 141 at verse two. All right. Let my prayer be set forth before thee as an instance, mm -hmm. and the lifting of my hands as the evening sacrifice. Verse three, set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth. Keep the doors of my lips. Oh, did y'all hear that? Read that part again, number three. Verse three, set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth, and keep the doors of my lips. Mm, mm, mm. Ooh, I like the other translate a watchman to guard my mouth. All right, okay. As we sit in our homes right now, because I see you, the devil of your destiny, that which has changed you and made you a mess or a mess of your life is the gates called your lips. And you should have what you say, whatsoever you say. See, but teacher, they think it has to be an audible sound. As the man think of in his heart. Yes. So is he. Okay. Whew. I'm telling you right now, that scripture, I've never seen it until today. The gates, that gate that he's talking about right there is called your lips. The gates of an uncultured words. Many of us have killed, watch this teacher, many of us have killed the dreams of people because we spoke something. Many of us are victims of uncultured words. Many people have destroyed others' destinies because of spoken words. Yeah, we don't understand the power that's in your mouth. 
Mm. Every war, every argument starts with words. Every battle that you have been entered in is words. Mm. Ministries are being destroyed by uncultured or uncultured words. Families are being destroyed for uncultured words. Relationships are being destroyed because of uncultured words. Words that haven't been cultivated to grow. Words haven't been given a direction. Words haven't been given a purpose. We are victims. A lot of us are victims of that. And a lot of you are victimizers of that. I asking God, what's going on with us? What, what's going on with our prayers? What's, what's going on with, with the leadership? What's going on? It's our words. And we don't allow for each other. Everybody in here that's called, and you are, everybody here has a, a warfare that is designed specifically for you. And what most of us don't want it, but you want the call, but you're not willing to accept what entails that. What is going to qualify me for that anointing? Most of well, all of us in here, everybody in here has a call, but there's a special warfare that is designed particularly for you. And I got news for you. It ain't going away. Paul sought God three times. Take this thorn from me. What is it? Take it from me. No, he said, my grace is sufficient. You ain't hear him complain about it no more. People still trying to kill him. People still talking about him. Is somebody with me? Amen. Yes. So intercessors, you have a specific warfare that is around you. That you are supposed to be very comfortable in. Because I'm above it. Evangelists, you have a specific warfare that is designed for you. And watch what he do with your mouth. Y'all hear me? All the gifts involve this. All of the gifts involve this. Oh Lord, set, all right. Oh Lord, set a guard at my gates. Good God Almighty. Uncultured. Words is like witchcraft. Our lips can speak spells. How do the occult operate? Mantras. How do prayers, how do they operate? They operate mm, mm, mm. 
Our lips, teacher, these gates can take us to places that we should never see. My Lord. Your lips will take you to places and you should never see. You, you should never experience certain things because of this. Hold on. Satan knows how this works. Through your flesh. Listen, Satan, he, this, he, works, he works through your flesh. He will always pressure you to say things that should not be said. But because you're operating or your operation or you're letting him operate through you or through your flesh or through your emotions, now you feel like you have to say something. I'm going to help y'all tonight. Who wants some help tonight? I feel the conviction. Oh, my goodness. All right. Okay. All right. Appy threw that hand up first. I heard you. I heard you write the challenge. Want this right now. Yes. You want some victory tonight? Do y'all want victory tonight? Because I got the key. Victory. I got the uh, key for yes, you. Yes, Pastor. Who want to be set free tonight? I got the key for you. We all yes. set us free. free. Now, I got the key. Set the people free. The key. Yeah, the key. It's the body. Amen. Set us free, Amen. I'm gonna set you, we're gonna do it tonight. Satan works through your flesh. He will always pressure you to say things that you should not say because, but because you're operating, watch that, but because, that's a but, because you're operating or allowing him to operate through your flesh, your, your emotions, now you feel you have to say something. The mouth, listen, you got to remember, mouth, which is attached to your heart. Oh my God. That mouth, which is attached to your heart, listen, will cause you to sin. Just like Satan, I will ascend. I will be like the most high. I... See, it's all right here. Where's the kingdom, y'all? It's not the even in your big toe. No, it's not the in your mouth. I'm going to help you. First of all, am I helping anybody already? Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Here we go. Watch this, teacher. That mouth which is attached to your heart will cause you to sin. Watch this. Just like Adam and Eve. Why? Because their conversation you better go ahead and take with the enemy caused them to sin. Go ahead and teach. Just go ahead. Their conversation. It's this. That mouth became carnal. Their mouth became carnal. That's how they were able to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Their mouth became carnal. 
because of their conversation That's with good. the enemy. See, this is why I know. This is why some of my prayers ain't going. This is why some of my prayers ain't being answered right here. Because our conversation has not been with God. Go ahead and preach the gospel. Go ahead. Mm -mm. I told you on Sunday, this shouldn't be this hard. The gospel, the kingdom shouldn't be this hard. We're still on elementary stuff. With all the revelation, all the deep things that I've been trying to tell y'all. I'm letting the enemy know tonight. Peekaboo, I see you. And I'm not gonna, I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm gonna see, you know, expose. All right, see, look, spoke right up. You got me. Just came here. Amen. Amen. And his words too will be tested. That's right. I'm trying to get us to Shemayim. I thought that's where we want to go. Is that where we want to go? Yeah, that's where we want to go. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sir. Okay. Sir. Yes, sir. Well, then <laughs> there's going to be a struggle. There's going to be a fight. It's not going to be smooth sailing. And that's what we're trying. Everyone in here has a warfare that's designed for you. But you can overcome it. You can win the battle. Okay, here we go. The thing about it, Pastor, but that design for mm -hmm. them is actually to get them to their destiny. Okay. That battle will get you to your destiny. You got to get your to the divine people. destiny that God has ordained for your life. And teacher, it's in people. Yes. It's in people. You destroy, when you operate outside of the word of God, you destroy the people that are designed for your destiny. Because everything that you do, it takes you closer to yes. them. Absolutely. It shouldn't take you away from them. But when you speak contrary, okay, I'm, help. I'm getting ahead of myself. Hold on. This is what happened, I told you. You, I stay in the garden. Because that's, I see everything from there. Right there. Just like Adam and Eve, because of their conversation with the enemy, through their flesh, their mouth became carnal. That's how they were able to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He said in that scripture, set a watch, oh God. Set a watch for me. Put a guard on my gates. Mm, mm, mm. Listen to this. If you don't learn when to speak, you won't know your voice. Keeping quiet is for you to know your voice. Amen, Pastor. That's good. Say that, Say that again. Say that again, Pastor. Okay. Yeah. If you don't learn when to speak, that's good. You won't know your voice. 
keeping quiet is for you to know your voice. I'm going to add on to that. I'm going to help some of y'all. Y'all still want some help? Okay. So we can't, we can't leave from or don't omit the keyword when. That's right. I, I got more on that. Yes. Versus yes. be quiet. And I'm going to help you with that too. I'm going to help okay. you with that too. Because we, 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 mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. we are designed to hear from God. We are designed to hear from God. God ain't made this thing hard. God has not made this thing hard. But we have too many filters that dilute his voice because you only know your voice and the voice, what you really know is the voice of your flesh. And you think that's your voice. What's your praying in tongue self? You think that's your voice. Mm -mm. I told you, Satan hides in your voice. But because you haven't been silent and you don't understand what silent is. Because you haven't learned when to speak. See, this thing right here, that's that's what this is the this is the hold up right here is your heart. That is the factory. That's holding us up. Okay. Here we go, teacher. Here we go. He says, set a watch upon my mouth, guard my gates, so I will know when to speak. Y'all hear me? <clears throat> so I will know when to speak. How have we put ourselves, somebody need to answer their phone? <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. Hey, teacher. You still there, teacher? That was her phone that rang, Pastor. Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. How have we put ourselves in trouble and endangered others because of our lips? Hmm? I have. Mm -hmm. Now, it's kind of rhetorical, but I want you to know. How have we endangered people, including our own selves, including our families, including our loved ones, because of our lips? Most of us don't even know our own voice. See, I'm not talking about your audible voice that you hear right now. I, oh, that's me. Yeah. But you sound different like here than when you hear yourself on a recording. You do sound different. Yeah? Would you agree? Okay. All right. Maybe you've seen, heard yourself, record yourself. You'll hear yourself. Did the teacher come back on? Not yet. All right. Distractions. Here we go. Mm -mm -mm. Most of us don't even know our own voice. Because if we really did, wait a minute. Shamir, go find out what's going on with her. I need her back on. 
Back, Pastor. All right. All right. See, I, I, you got, you got to know when to move. You got, you got to know. You got to be so connected. You can't, you can't have that thing cut. You know, I feel like that with y'all. I want us to be Bluetooth together, paired together. Amen. All right. Hey, teacher. Yes. Okay. I said, most of us don't even know our own voice. Because if we really did, it would only be the words of Jesus when we spoke. You only speak of faith. The words it, that you would speak would be of faith. It would, oh, and and I'm going to show you that. Faith, then mm -hmm. it's not of love. But right. you go ahead. But I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. This is why I said most of us don't even know our own voice. Mm. Go to, you know why? First of all, those words would sound just like Jesus. And it would sound like this. It would be the same voice for every situation. Mm. He, it, it, we would be in every situation. Every situation would sound the same. And he tells us to speak the word only. I'll show y'all something real powerful. Jesus, come on. Amen. Go to Matthew 8, 8 through 13. Speak love only. But go ahead. Mm -hmm. Pastor, just go. Mm -hmm. See, that's why we don't know our own voice. Because mm. my voice sounds like his voice. Mm. Jesus. That's my voice. That's my voice. I'm born again. Mm. And another, they won't hark to, I know my sheep, know my voice. And do y'all get it? And your mind and your thoughts don't get entangled with civilian affairs. The shepherd is inside of you. I know I'm on the exterior, but the real shepherd is in you. My God. I'm just the exterior of it, but the real shepherd is in you. Mm. So my, my voice should sound just like his. I should be following him as as, as y'all should be following me as I follow him. Yes. Okay. Where is the evidence? Okay. That's what I'm saying. This is what he's saying. He said, like, we can appear doing all this praying, and we in this office, and we doing this and that. But we're, we're, it ain't hitting the ceiling. It ain't got past the ceiling yet. Because we won't be. I'm with it. Oh, God loved us. Oh, he loved us because he wants us to be free from this. Amen. He's counting on us. Glory to God. Here we go. Go to Matthew 8. You got it? You ready? Eight. Yes, sir. Let's read this thing. Matthew chapter 8, beginning at verse 8. But the centurion replied to him, Lord, I am not worthy or fit to have you come under my roof, but only speak the word and my servant boy will be cured. For I also am a man subject to authority with soldiers subject to me. And I say to one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my slave, do this, and he does it. Verse 10, when Jesus heard him, he marveled and said to those who followed him, who adhered steadfastly to him? Conforming to his example in living and if need be in dying also. Oh, I tell you truly, 
I have not found so much faith as this with one, anyone even in Israel. Mm. Verse 11, I tell you, many will come from east and west and will sit at table with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven, while the sons and heirs of the kingdom will be driven out into the darkness Hold outside. On. Hold on, the heirs of the kingdom? Teacher, did you hear that? They will be driven out, the heirs. Yes, sir. Some, he said, will be sitting there. But this generation right here, look at what he's saying. Come on, finish this thing out. Verse number 12. Hold on, he's saying some ain't going to get in. That's what he said. Go ahead. Verse number 12. While the sons and heirs of the kingdom will be driven out into the darkness outside, where there will be weeping and grinding of teeth. Verse 13. Then to the centurion, Jesus said, go, and it shall be done for you as you have believed. And the servant boy was restored to health at that very moment. He understood how the kingdom worked. The centurion actually understood the authority that he was under. And when he understood the authority that he was under, because he was taking his command from the chief, all he had to do is that, go, go. He said, go, speak the word only. That's all he needed was him to speak the word only because of the authority that he put himself under. And he was saying that out of all the people, all of these people right here, this man, not even my own people understand, believe. Mm. So he said, now be it unto you. And his servant boy was healed in that same moment because he understood and he spoke the word only. All Jesus said was go, go. And our servant would be healed. Go, sent him and you are sent. There won't no debate. He was on the outside. He won over the household of faith, but yet, so neither are we. We're not. We're engrafted in now. Speak the word only. That's all Jesus, he knew. All, all the commander had to do was speak it. Speak the word only. I'm a man subject under. I got men under me. I know how this thing works. I know how the kingdom works. Because he obeyed. Not us. He didn't argue with the person of authority. Look at us right here. <laughs> Man, Jesus said, go. Go. I mean, to me, that was it. Go. Jesus. That's all. That's all he had to say was go. Because his belief unto him because of his belief. He understood the hierarchy. He understood the chain of command. Do y'all? God don't, he don't change his chain of command. Woo, teacher. Yes, sir. See, when you truly believe, that's how you speak. When you truly believe, that's how you speak. And the centurion truly believed. 
Now speak the word, only the word only. Mm, mm, mm. If you truly are walking in love, that's how you would speak. If you're truly walking in love, that's how you will speak. Listen, in any situation, at any time. Come on, Whitney got that thing. I see Whitney's giving me a high five on that one. Mm -mm, mm -mm. No, we won't. Let me run through the, let me run through here. Let me see. I need a few people I need to see that I'm not seeing. I need a few responses here. Mm. Hmm. Okay. It's like there's one group I'm looking at. They keep going from different places. Okay, here we go. I need y'all to get that. When you truly believe, that's how you will speak. If you truly are walking in God's love, that's how you will speak in any situation. Anytime you speak against all, then this is another thing. Anytime you speak, and this was the authority. And if you're a parent, you're walking in authority. But anytime you speak against your parents, that's the voice of the enemy. And see, you need to know this. Can I show you in the Bible? Go ahead, Pastor. Okay. I'm going to tell you something. I don't care what your parent has done. I'm talking to the youth right now, too. I know we got some on here. I don't care what your parents have ever done or haven't done. The Bible says is that you are to honor them. It don't say that you are to correct them. That's a problem. The Bible says that a child is to honor his parents. It don't say that you are to correct them. It's so important, teacher, mm -hmm. that God, listen, put that in the Ten Commandments. Mm -hmm. It meant that much to him, honor of the parent. It meant, go to, go to, go to Exodus 20, 12. Let's just make sure Pastor ain't making up nothing. Exodus after ch chapter 20 at verse 12. Regard, treat with honor, do obedience and courtesy, your father and mother, mm. that your days may be long in the land the Lord your God gives you. Okay. Your father and your mother, he didn't say two men and two women, did he? It's not written there. Your father and your mother, male and female. So as long as that union is there, you are to honor. Hello? Amen. Not dispute, not dispute, not debate. It said honor. I taught y'all what honor is. It's so important that God put that, it's the order of things. God is the God of order. Excuse me. He is the God of divine order. Because the family is divine. Amen to people. So children. Pastor. 
And just want to just, you know, a little add on is that to honor your parents, uh, obey them and honor them, right? It also speaks about if you just go underline what he's even saying more so is that you don't position yourself as equal no, authority. Say, order of God. So, so in the communication, so this is how we have to be careful with anyone really in a form of leadership authority is that you are not to usurp your authority and how you engage and interact with that person. So you can't position yourself through your speech right. with your authority over the parent. So it doesn't mean I was a kid, oh, they have no value, they can't, you know, they can't share their thoughts and um, things with you, but it is how there is how the communication is expressed to where you position your words to be above their authority as a parent. Amen. It's just certain ways that you're just not even going to approach a king. No, you're not. So but it's, gonna... the, it's the order mm -hmm. that has to be. That's why he used the word honor. Yeah. This is why he said the word honor. And he said, so, so you need to know this, children. So children, your parents never stop being your parent. That's right. Hello, kids. Hello, Amen. kids. Amen. Your children, your parents never stop being your parents. And I'm talking to the grown children now. Amen. It says to honor them. It didn't say any because they treated you bad, because they did whatever they did, what they didn't do. The Bible says to honor thy mother and thy father. It don't give no stipulations. It said to honor, not dishonor. Hello? Yes, sir. All right. Yes. So your parents never stop being your parents. Amen. I need the children to hear that because the kids are running up. And, and children, when your parents ask you something, answer them. I got I got the whole Harper house on that one. <laughs> Y'all hear me, teenagers? Young adults, when your parents ask you something, answer them. Yes, sir. All right. Good. Amen. Your days will be long in the land. Amen. Now listen to this. I'm gonna make a statement here. Y'all need to hear this. The height of mental maturity is to know when to speak and when to keep quiet. I thought I would hear all of the, I should have had Ani and I should have had everybody else click on besides just one. When I said, when your parents ask you something, all you should have said something. Mm-hmm, you little Imani, all of them should have clicked on, hold on, they got to say something, Pastor. Yeah, I had to go back. Put them on. When your parents ask you a question, answer them. Yes, sir. Say yes, sir. Honey? Yes, sir. 
I can't hear you. I need, okay, okay, I got that one. I need to hear you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ani said her yes, mic. Sir. Sir. It wasn't okay. working. All right. Just make sure. I need to make sure that y'all heard that. Now, your words are the same. They either justify you or condemn you too. Amen. When you come of age, but praise God, you, you train them up the way they should go right now. Amen. That's respect. The height of mental maturity is to know when to speak and when to keep quiet. The height of mental maturity. Mm -hmm. But this quiet seems to be a problem. Teacher, can, we, can I help him with that a little bit? Please do. This quiet seems to be a problem with most people because the heart, if the heart is not in the proper place to do so, I need y'all to understand something here. This quiet that some of us say we gonna do. Oh Lord, come on. Mm -mm, mm -mm. You can't be quiet because your heart is in the wrong place. Yeah, too loud. You might as well go ahead and talk out. That's not what he's saying. That's not what he's saying. Mm -mm, mm -mm. I'm going to be quiet. No. That statement, is it, it already indicates that your heart is in the wrong place. Good. It's not in the proper place to do so. Watch this. It's not in the proper place to be quiet. Mm. Oh, it's good, Pastor. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, I'm just going to be quiet, but I ain't going to say, no, no, your heart is in the wrong place to be quiet. You know why? Things start to grow. Instead of growth taking place. Oh, wow. Did y'all hear that? That's good. Pastor. You say that again? Okay. All right. Okay. I'm going to say it again. Oh. <sighs> A lot of us say, I'm going to just be quiet. Can't do it because most of our hearts is not in the proper place to do so. Things start to grow in that heart or that mindset instead of growing. When you're in that place to be quiet, it's not, listen, for things to grow. And now I'm going to say it. No, that's the wrong. That is not it. That's not growth. When you're quiet, growth should be taking place. That's good. That's good. Understanding should be taking place. Oh, wow. Allowing for you, your brother and sister's shortcoming should be taking place. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Growth should be taking place in that place. I'm with it. Amen. Tired of the enemy coming in here just bombarding us and got us all in our feelings. We can't do our job, our assignment. It's that time, that season is over. Amen. Hello? That season is over. Amen. Okay. When we Amen. send forth a prayer, I mean, the enemy better watch out. He got to be scared because here they come. WM Ministry, they are praying right now. Do y'all see them over in that corner? Ain't no more strange fire. Do y'all see what's going on over there? The anointing of God is resting on those people. They're going to pray tonight. That's how it's supposed to be. They're going to pray tonight because they won. 
Amen. Sending up a stench in God's nostrils because we can't get it right. That's not right. That's not how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be sweet savior. When he inhales, he'll be like, that's my people who are called by my name. Oh, glory to God. Woo! Oh, my goodness. Mm-mm-mm. Our communication is getting jammed. And the enemy will take advantage of that. That's what's going on. Our communications is getting jammed. Because we're harboring things. We don't know how to be quiet. Instead of me growing in that quiet place, it, things are growing. Instead of me, my growth. Things are growing in me. My Lord. Now, the enemy got you going to be walking in a false anointing. Now, I'm going to say something with power. No, it shall not come to naught. That's not it. Prayer is the most extreme, listen, level of humility. Wow. You froze faster. Okay, I'm back home right now. You see, soon as you say something like that. Prayer is the most extreme level of humility. Mm -hmm. that's the power mm. it's not how loud you are and the words that you're saying it's the how low can you really go Jesus ah. that's what the enemy don't want mm. how much you can take how much of people talking about you rid yourself of yourself go ahead how much can you take see that's it oh my goodness Prayer is the most extreme form of humility. Mm. You can't be proud and pray. Mm. Or you're going to be like the hypocrites. The Bible says the hypocrites love to pray. It didn't say they didn't like to pray. It said the hypocrites love to pray. They love to be seen. Mm. Their reward was right then from men, not from God. Mm. It said the hypocrite loves to pray. So you just love to pray because you want to be seen. Instead of praying in the most humble of positions. And the most of, I'm not, I'm I, I just, Lord, can you just use me here? I just really want your will to be done. Yes, they hurt me, but Lord, I believe in you. Yes, they stabbed me and turned their back to me, but I believe in you. Mm, See, that's what exalts you. Not when you talk back and I need to say this and I'm just ain't going to take it no more. That's not humble. My <laughs> God. I'm with it. That ain't humble. Let them talk. Mm. Let them talk. God, listen, when you pray, he said he's going to reward you. But the, don't get the reward that you got to be heard. It's the highest level of humility. And you still focus. See, that's why he said pray in your prayer closet. It won't about people seeing you. The prayer closet is about your intimacy with God. Now there's nobody around. How intimate are you really now? Yes. That's what the prayer closet is. 
How vulnerable now are you when people like that? Now you got to be somebody else. Ooh, who won't be in that prayer closet tonight? Amen. Mm-hmm. Me. Mm -mm -mm. Jesus. I thought I thought I thought the, the, the intercessor and everybody be jumping around throwing stuff. A pastor said, God Almighty. <laughs> Woo! That's what I've been praying for. Do you my prayers are being answered tonight? Mm. <laughs> oh my God. I thank you. See? See where your heart is? Mm. That should be the prayer of the innocent. That we are one. See, and I'm talking to everybody tonight. Everybody in intercessory prayer. Thank you, Pastor. Mm, you're welcome. Listen to this. Woo! Can I, Father? All right, here we go. I'm going to do this thing. I know who I am. Watch this. A hey, hey, minister, go to Proverbs 15. 13. Yes, sir. King James. King James. Is that 13 or 23? Uh, Proverbs 15, 23. I'm sorry. Proverbs chapter 15. At verse Controversy two. going on. I'm sorry. Contradiction. Go ahead. It's all right, Pastor. <laughs> Proverbs chapter 15 at verse 23 in the King James Version. A man hath joy by the answer of his mouth. Mm. And a word spoken in due season, how good is it? Oh, oh, say that one more time. Read that. Did it hit anybody or just hit me? It got me, Pastor. Got me, Pastor. That thing hit me. There's a, there's a season <laughs> that is due. There's a due season for communication. Come on now. Say that thing again. Read it with your spirit. It's 23. A man hath joy by the answer of his mouth. Mm. A word spoken in due season, how good is it? Oh. Amen. Can anybody Amen. tell me? Can anybody tell how good is it? A word spoken in due season. You're getting a word right now in due season. How good is it? How good is it? It's good. Is it going to accomplish what it's supposed to accomplish tonight? Yes. Or are you going to withdraw? Ooh. A word spoken in due season should be joy. This is God's love for us tonight. I'm thanking him for not allowing us to go any further. Not one more prayer until we get this thing right. Amen. Amen. Man. Ain't nobody throwing stuff. Ain't nobody shouting. I don't know. Thank you, Pastor. I don't need that. I'm just <laughs> I just Ryan, respond. I Ryan just respond a, a certain way. Ryan threw a ball at me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I didn't have one. Oh no, oh no. It was Amen. invisible. It was invisible. Okay. <laughs> Amen, right. Amen. Glory to God, man. This is God's love for us. I love him because he doesn't want us to be ignorant and blind and left in the dark. We're now sons of the light. It wouldn't make sense for us to come week after week and, and we're still in darkness. 
Why? The enemy will take advantage of us then. And if you love me and teacher, you're going to leave us open and exposed. I don't want to go yet. Mm. I want to be here with you. To encourage you, love you, guide you, help you. But this type of prayer, when we our hearts are wrong with each other, what you gonna do? That's killing me. That's exposing me. Smite the shepherd, and the sheep will scatter. Or if the princes of the world had known, they would have left me at a seven. They would have left me out there in the Jehovah in the New Age and Islam and and everything. They would have left me right there. But it's because of this right here. That's my weapon. That's my weapon right here. Now guard it, God. Help guard this. Because I, I spoke. Mm. Right. Your position in the kingdom. Amen. Somebody had to. The words that was spoken in due season. This is, this is something that we really have to take a hold of pastor when it comes to i know a lot of times we don't understand why is there so much it seems to be correction but it's guidance end up oh god it's guidance it is guidance pastor and it's the enemy that is uh trying to really express to us that you know, uh, what are we doing? What, what's going on now in the ministry? Why is pastor teaching this? You know, our mind just, you know, going in these different places. Yeah. Where it should be is that we have a shepherd who's guiding and he, he stops and he examines and he assesses. And this is what's going on is that there is a continual assessment as we travel to Shemayim. This is, we are always ex uh, assessing how we're doing, where are we going, making sure that we are staying on the straight and narrow path because deception of the enemy in our own thoughts and in our past and, and events and situation are distraction. And we'll get caught up in it and have no idea and think we're still look praying to the true and living God in a state of mind that we're in, being wounded. But this is how the enemy is reaching some of us. It's because he sees some wounded. He sees some people are not totally set free. He sees some people, look, you're having arguments within your own thoughts. And it's an assault that's going on. And I feel it. It is. It is, a, it is an assault. It's on, it's on Pastor and I. Because of how we teach and what we're teaching. And who we place as leaders. Yes. I'm telling you right now. See, me, see, that's why I just know I love you because it is, it, it, that, that, that's the thing that moves me. And the enemy would try to have those type of things because you're emotional. I'm not going to be emotional. See, this is how he tries to get in. And if y'all could just hear your shepherd tonight. It's an assault and I feel it. Yes. And he's getting in through words. Listen to this. 
there has to be a due season for communication. God is really beckoning us to get it right. My decree and my declaration is that there's no COVID-19 exists in this ministry, in your homes. And even if it comes now, you, there's going to be a negative result. Amen. See, I have to invoke that. I have to say that. God don't just, you know, go, okay, I believe that's what he's saying. He won't know. I got to actually verbalize that from here. Amen. And how I verbalize that wasn't when I said that. It was my heart for you. Jesus. Oh, my God. Listen to this. I'm telling you, I'm trying to tell you, this is what we got to see. A lot of people go to their shepherd. They don't know this heart. They just see a man up there speaking some words. But it's no, there's no entanglement. And I'm trying to make sure I be entangled with you. Amen. When things happen because of our mouth, this is what we don't do. We never want to take responsibility for our part. Lord. When somebody is talking to you, bringing you some bad news, there is communication and you have a part, you have a responsibility and we never want to take responsibility. I thank God for you, Pastor tonight. I thank God for you always, but I, I thank God for you. Just, just go ahead and teach him. Okay. We never want to take responsibility for our part, listen, for our reaction to whatever somebody is delivering to you. Okay, this is how it happens in the kingdom. Things are to are delivered to you. Now watch this. The riddick said they're being delivered tonight. Amen. Ooh. All right. You wait to the next part I got. You go. Oh, that's good right there. I love it. They in there. We have a lot of ungodly communication going on in the body of Christ. Ungodly communication. And don't act like you're surprised. Because most likely. It's probably you. That's why Don't you go ahead, Pastor. <laughs> I'm telling you, we have a lot of ungodly communication that's going on. I can have ungodly communication with my wife. Hello? That's right. You can have ungodly communication with your wife, your spouse, your friends, your people in your circle of influence. Ungodly. Okay, all right. That's right. Here's, <laughs> amen. This is it. Most of the issues we have in church, play close attention, is just a sign that deliverance, deliverance needs to take place. Pastor, the refreshing has to come. That's good. The refreshing. Most of the issues in this ministry mm. that we're having here mm -hmm. in the people in the body, because we're part of the body. Go ahead. So if it's over there, if it's over there, it's over here. Mm -hmm. Okay. Most of the issues we have in church is a sign that deliverance needs to take place. I, I had self-deliverance. I heard the word, and I released the spirit. You release the spirit. That's right. I let him go. I let him go. Mm. You know why? Because the word of God was in me. 
The presence of God was in me. They can't occupy. Oh my God. I'm going to help y'all on this. That's the real issue, teacher, is that deliverance needs to take place. I know. That's the main issue in churches. Mm. That's it. Deliverance needs to take place. You, you and your attitude, you and your feelings, all of that, it needs to be, you need to be delivered. Come on, a cleansing, Lord. Come on because now. Because you and obviously you're not dead. Mm. It's still some twitching going on. It's still some, it's still, you know, you ain't dead yet. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Just step on a dead man's toe. I bet he won't say, ouch. <laughs> step on your toe. Okay. You ready to fight? Or leave the church? Mm -mm. Watch this. Go ahead. Most of the issues with the people is that they need deliverance in some area of their life. I love it. Whether it's trust, whether it's emotional mm -hmm. or emotions, you need to be delivered from that too. Whether it's forgiveness yeah. or unforgiveness, Aston. Whether it's just love, it's a spirit that's working in you. You need to you need to be delivered from some things. If you are still struggling with feelings and emotion, there's some deliverance need to take place in your life. Yes. See, we ain't prayed yet. We ain't prayed. Too much self-deception going on. We ain't prayed yet, but we're going to be delivered tonight. Amen. I know I know. I got Ryan. I know I got Keisha with me. I know I got the Ritz with me. I know they already made this. They threw stuff and, and everything. I don't know about everybody. Else. Everybody else. <laughs> mm -mm -mm. Mm -mm. Man. When my pastor brought the word forth, he knew that I was with him. He did, Pastor Denny. He knew that I was with him. Mm -mm -mm. He knew without a shadow. He still even know today. Yes. Because I left the truth with him about who I was. Mm -hmm. I won't sit up there. The devil is alive. The word is coming forth. My life is changing. There's an area in my life that's darkness. There's an area in my life I need deliverance. Lord, help me get this thing right. I want this out of me. I'm telling you, I'm not going to have no darkness around me. I'm not going to have any darkness around me. This is real. You shouldn't want nothing around you either. Ooh. You shouldn't want nothing around you either. Have no fellowship with darkness. That's the word. Have no fellowship with it. We have nothing in common. Tell me I need to straighten up. Tell me I ain't walking right in this thing. Tell me I don't want to be deceived. I don't even know my voice right now. Pastor, I need to hear you. What are you saying? 
man. I'm telling you right now. I'm going to let y'all go in a minute. Here we go. It's spirits that are working in our life. I didn't say you possess, but if you give access to him, he going to come in. He's, he's going to persuade you, pressure you. That's why it's called oppression. You're going to feel that. Okay. That spirit will destroy your life and many others around you if you don't get delivered. That spirit will destroy your life and the people that are destined in your life. You'll never reach them. I got a question. Can I ask a question? At 826, can I ask a question? Absolutely. All right. All right. This is what I this is what I got to know. If someone was talking contrary to what the word of God says, that you are to allow for your brothers and sisters' shortcomings. I know that there's a certain warfare that's designed for you. Okay. If the word if someone is talking contrary to what the word of God says about someone. How come you can't redirect them back to the path of righteousness that you're supposed to be on? Mm. Wow. Wow. I want to know, I got a question. If somebody come and talk to me, you know, this is what Hal is doing. And listen, and it's not, and it's really to destroy his character. Go ahead. And it really ain't to lift him up or understand why he's acting like this. What's Go ahead. Life. See, if I don't have that type of love thinks the best all the time, mm. even if somebody brings some trash to you, love thinks the best all the time. Well, you better go ahead and teach. So why can't I redirect them? Why can't I restore them with gentleness? Now, you know what? I love you. But right now, that, that's not what God would do. This is not the area... Do we need to call pastor? Do we need to call the minister? Go ahead, go ahead. So we can get this thing all exposed. What's happening to you? Jesus, Jesus told, told Satan, get thee behind me when he was talking to Peter. But I'm going to protect you, Peter. I'm going to turn my back on you. And I'm going to address the enemy that's influencing you right now. So somebody could come to you with some garbage, all kind of stuff. And what was your response? That's how the enemy gets in. What was your response? Did you redirect them or did you shut down or did you, you know, your silence gives consent. Absolutely. I told you, you are in a courtroom. He is called the accuser of the brethren. Mm. See, it's, it's, it's just like anybody, it, you come and talk to me about somebody like that. I'm going to discern, first of all, what spirit is talking to me. Maybe oh. this is an opportunity. Maybe this is about me. Ooh. Maybe God is showing something that I need to be delivered. I'm still touchy-feely. You ain't quite dead. Go no, ahead. but what you see, because you haven't discerned the spirit, and it's called discerning of spirits. Not discerning what they said. It's discerning of spirit. What spirit is behind that? That's what Jesus showed us. 
Yeah, you don't brought me with some trash. You don't bought some stuff to me that ain't got nothing to do with you. But what spirit is behind that? I love you. You're my brother. You're my sister. Mm. How come you can't do that? How come that seems like an impossibility? See, this is how things grow and grow and, and the little leaven, leaven the whole lump. Oh, you ain't got no pastor. They're too afraid right now. They're too afraid to tell y'all that demonic attack is in the house. Go ahead. See, the love is that I tell you. The shame is that I don't say nothing. Come with it. Yeah, I'm trying to come with it. I'm trying to bust a hole in the enemy head. I know that's right. I'm trying to get him to take his hands off of you. Mm. I'm trying to get you to do, see when you roll with him so long, you know his voice and you think it's yours. That's why you don't even know your own voice. My voices sound just like the shepherd. If you don't know how to respond, follow me. See, this is what I'm talking about, teacher. This is what I'm talking about. I need to know why we can't do it. See, that would stop the enemy in his tracks. I know this ain't you. I know, I know this ain't you. I know what's influencing you. What do we do? We get mad. We get upset. Our war is not with flesh and blood. Everybody say that. I'm not fighting flesh and blood. Say, I'm not fighting flesh and blood. I'm not, I'm not fighting, fighting flesh and blood. I'm not, I'm not, not fighting, fighting flesh, flesh and, blood. and blood. And if you can't say it, you fight flesh and blood. I'm not fighting flesh and blood. How come that's not a reality? So I don't mm. care what you bring me about somebody. You could come and tell me anything about it, but my fight ain't with you. My fight ain't with you. Harpers, my fight ain't with you. Adriana, my fight ain't with you, baby. So anything the enemy say about you, come to me or whatever, I know that I don't even know. It's not even worth it. It's called a distraction. See, but you have walked with this enemy so long in this, you're deceived. He said, he came to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. He said, he came to preach deliverance. And you should begin to deliver it right now. From anything that's you, you should be getting delivered right now. You should be letting go of all things that have no glory. Don't give God any glory. It doesn't glorify anything. Your flesh wants to be glorified. It wants to be right. It don't want what's best. It wants what's right. Amen. Amen. See, we've been, we've been so used by it for so long. You can be free tonight. Hallelujah. Nothing really matters unless it exalts God. If it don't exalt God, then the devil can't bring me anything. That's he good. can't say nothing to me. He can't show me nothing about you, anything. Mm. It doesn't grieve God glory. I'm not going to give it the attention. Hello. Hello, Pastor. Oh, we're going to be free. See, when we pray for real, oh, things are going to happen. God will truly be, he will, we, we will allow him to move because right now we're hindering him from moving. And the thing that we are praying for and we think that God has not answered or he won't answer is simply because 
of the state that we're currently in. That's right. You've got to redirect these people that say they're on the path of righteousness. Listen, you are to correct and love. See, if we were all operating in this, God wouldn't have to give me this message. He wouldn't change the service. We have never done this as long as we've been in the service first. Oh, never. But I'm not going to bring shame to my God. And, and Anybody else feel that way? Anybody else feel that way about their God that they're not going to bring him any shame? Yes, yes, sir. Amen, Pastor. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. What he tried to do, and then we know we're anointed and we got a call. Oh, he would try to distract you from that. He can only come, watch this, for what's in you that's his. He can't come for nothing else. He knows it's a legal realm. He can't come for anything else that's not his. Okay. Here we go. We're supposed to be corrected in love. See, if that was happening in you, in your life, or even, you know, in the body of Christ, we would have any problems. We wouldn't have any problems, or at least not in this area. Amen? Amen. Deliverance. Here we go. What you need to do is give yourself a warning and discipline your mouth. You should let it serve it notice. See, it's illegal. You got to serve, serve notice to it that I'm got a guard now. I have a guard for my mouth. Guarded mouth. You need to serve notice. You need to serve them papers to your mouth. It's a legal term. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh. Okay. Ooh, deliverance is good. Set me free. Mm. This is the entrance point for many of our battles that we keep losing. Even at Walker Ministries. Mm -mm -mm. Lord, help me to speak when I need to speak. Lord, help me to be quiet when I need to keep quiet. We have a lot of unguarded communication. Breeds contempt, every evil work, and for one, I will not be deceived. Saying we are someplace that we're not. If I do that, he has legal entrance now to any one of you. See, he never wants us to work as a unified part of the body, as a unified force to be reckoned with. He never wants us, he wants us to feel everything. He wants us to hurt. If you are wounded, let me ask you a question. We're in a battle, we're in a war. Your leg been cut off and your eye is missing. How much value will you be to help protect me? How can you protect me? Tell me that. You're wounded. Casualty. Nameless casualty. Amen. And that casualty is going to cause me to lose my life. 
Do y'all hear me? Mm -hmm. So if you're wounded and you're trying to pray in a war that's violent against you, that, listen, that's attached to your bloodline, and how, how can you see? Because you're feeling so much pain, you are not going to pay attention to the, to the fiery darts. You're going to miss everything because you're going to be so concerned on your wound. It's good teaching. <clears throat> Amen. Amen. You're going to be so concerned about your wound. How many people believe what God has given teacher and I? 100%. Absolutely. I believe. I believe. I believe. I believe. I believe. Well, I believe. you're a part of that. Rollins, you're a part of that. You're a part of that. Chancellor, you're not here by choice. You're here by design. Now, you got to be healed and made whole. So you'll be able to withstand. So you'll be able to lock arms with me. But you got to be here. It's no way. See, very few people have the fortitude in them to fight to the death. Go ahead. Go ahead. Very few people want to do that. You'll watch it in the movies, but when it's your turn, ow, ow, oh, that hurt, that hurt. Love is the greatest weapon. This is what he fears. Love is what he fears. He cannot exist where love is. Hello. Amen. He cannot exist. If love is in him, I ain't got nothing to worry about. Matter of fact, you ain't got nothing to worry about because I love the brethren. I take account. Listen, I consider the little things that I do the little habits, the little irritating things that I might do when I deal with you, when I deal with my wife. I take in consideration and I allow because I want her to allow for me. Amen. How come we don't do that for each other? Now, I don't laid out the game plan. I don't laid out the map to everything. Now you have something to do. Amen. This is a war that we end, y'all. Amen. I'm trying to protect y'all. You know, my former pastor, his mother died from coronavirus. She's 85 years old. We need to keep them in prayer. But we, listen, I believe God. But I'm going to take the precautions that I'm supposed to take. I got people who come here, they clean, they put their own life in line. Listen, listen, what if it was here? They still put their own life on the line for us. They come in, they clean, they do that. I thank God for them. Thank God. And listen, and they didn't do none of this stuff. I'm telling you, I believe God too, but a prudent man sees danger and he prepares. That's right. I'm not ignorant. I have faith. 
I believe my God. But if he told them to stay in the house and put blood over his door, then maybe we all should do it. Because the deaf angel, God, is coming through. They won't out there saying, oh, I believe God. He, he, I'm going to stand here. I ain't putting nothing on that. No, everyone. It wasn't about faith. It was about obeying what God said. Amen. Elder got it. Amen. 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 So I'm taking care. I'm doing the right things for you. I'm making, I, I make sure. I got people on the staff, Fee and Star and Minister Brian and everybody who comes out here and clean and everybody and then name everybody, but you know who you are. They come out here, they put their lives on the line. And we need, see, that's the kind of prayer we need to have over our people protection. But we're not praying anything. So I guess we've just been operating under God's grace. Mm -hmm. I want to operate under his divine purpose for WM ministry and everybody function according to his call. I want to help prepare us for the warfare that's around Frida. I want to help prayer the warfare that's around Q. I want to help prepare the warfare that's around the beards. I want to help prepare the warfare that's around the cross. I want to make sure that we are not leaving anybody behind. Amen. All that have given me, I've kept them all, Father. Teacher, yeah. I'm done. I want to make sure that we got it tonight. And I just didn't want to be pretending that we were something or doing something under the pretense of something that was religious or ritualistic. I want to do something because it's from our heart when we pray. Because we are one. Amen. Um, I love y'all. I just want to quickly say how we got to this place <clears throat> and how to recover and get back on track. So, Pastor was saying earlier that prayer. It's the place that we were attacked, right? That is our greatest weapon, and that's the area where we were attacked. Yeah. And for that to have happened, I asked, well, what happened that we were a target for that? And we would have to stray from the teachings and also God's love. Amen. This means that we as a body of Christ have strayed away from the teachings of the Holy Scripture and God's love. That has made us an open target, an attack, and prayer, yeah. which is our connection to God, So, which makes a disconnect. And this is why even in our relationship, the intimacy uh, as well, and then other things along the way has happened because we are not 
the word supposed to create excitement and enthusiasm in us. And the reason that it has not is because there need to be a renewal. It needs to be restoration. The word of God says, obviously, David said, restore the joy of my salvation. So we need to be restored. Restored back to the very beginning that we we are saved. We are we're born again. We are to, with the refreshing, and this is the big one here. It's a time of refreshing. And we have not experienced these times of refreshing. And the word of God says, repent and turn to God. So sins will be, so our sins will be wiped away and there will be times of refreshing. So what he's saying here is that obey the word of God. And then look, then you'll be able to turn towards him to look and to hear. So then your sins would be missing the mark, sin, not of faith. Anything that's in your life that's not of faith will be wiped away. And there'll be times of refreshing, of your anointing, of your ministry, of your, your intimacy with God and with your brethren, with your love and forbearing one another. See, we can't get there because look, we need that time of refreshing. So this means that we have to go back to the place of really obeying the teachings and walking in the love of God. And then it will kindle and refresh the giftings that's inside of us. Our giftings are not being stirred up because there's a time of renewal, of refreshing of our salvation. So I really thank Pastor tonight for just continuing to share with us the complete gospel without even trying to uh, implement any type of conformity, conforming to the way that we may want you to bring us the word and thinking about, you're not thinking about whether we'll get offended that you would care enough to bring us the true gospel without any way of trying to water it down. So thank you, Pastor. Thank you, everyone, for um, just being connected and still desiring to continue to walk this path of salvation. This is a very narrow path, and we must stay attentive. We must be aware. We yes. must be on watch. You can't be distracted. It is your life and a generation behind you. So we love you. We love you dearly. Continue to pray for each other, your brethren. Continue to renew your relationship with God and each other. We need each other. We thank you. We love you. <clears throat> and I want to thank everybody. And I want to thank everybody for um, their, as you know, we're, there's hard times out there. We're, we're, you're tightening your offer. I want to thank everybody who has been giving. And um, I have certain people praying over the seed. And I really appreciate all that you have done. We're still here. We have a place to worship. It's open. Register if you can. Um, it's a safe place. Um, miss you. And um, 
I'm just ready for the next chapter. I'm just glad that God has given me this message for tonight. So when we approach him, we will, he's counting on us. And I'm telling you, I don't want to let him down. And I don't think we can. I think we're going to really do what he asked us to do. Amen. Amen. I can't do it without y'all. Can't do it without y'all. I need you. Amen.